Welcome name? back to the first episode of our brand new podcast. Today we're going to be talking about stress and how do we cope with stress. So um, how do we cope with stress, guys? Because um, I'm sure tr- I'm certainly stressed out. That's a really good question, and I wish I could answer it, but I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah, I'm uh, learning as I go, and it's like yeah, yeah. I can definitely tell with um, new um, students for college. I'm sure they're probably. Overly stressed out with stuff, am I right? Yes, no, maybe, I guess. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely a new college student, and every time I go into campus, I'm freaking out because I have no idea what I'm doing. But oh, yeah, thankfully, plus, there's like a map. With every like freak out, there's also anxiety and stress. I mean, there's other couplings of stress. Seahorse, why are you so quiet, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Seahorse, why are you so quiet, buddy? Just trying to cope in, you know, doing at the right time. Now is the right time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot Ladies of- and gentlemen, the perfect example of stress. He doesn't know what to say on the podcast. Exactly. Just, there's multiple ways you can try. <laughs> there's a lot of multiple ways you can try and combat stress. And there's, of course, everyone combats it a different way. And you can, see um, Lion, could you name, for example, some of them? I mean, me personally, or... Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you personally. Uh, let's see. How do I handle stress? I just, just choose to ignore it. I choose to find things. Well, Clearly. That is not, ladies and gentlemen, that, that is unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, Please hey, don't hey, follow that hey, advice no, see, whatsoever. See, the thing is, you can ignore it healthily. I don't know if I said that correctly. But you can ignore it healthily if you... Please express as to how that's healthy. See... When I say I ignore it, I don't completely throw it to the side like it's a piece of garbage. I choose to come back to it at a different time when my head is not as clouded by other things. So, for example, let's say I'm stressed out about a class and a project that's due. Instead of sitting down all night trying to type it out, I put it aside, find something else to do, or find something else constructive to do. And then when I have a fresh brain, fresh memory, I can come back to it and handle it. But, but my okay. question is, is that like, do you make sure that it doesn't turn into or devolve into something such as procrastination? Because what you described is very clearly sounding of procrastination. In it some can cases. very well become procrastination if you're not careful. But if you are careful about it, it will become procrastination. And do you give yourself like a scheduled time? Yes. Make sure that if you put this off at 930, I must come back to it by 10 o'clock. Well, that's good. At least so I. How, how about you, um, learning off the bust? Um, this is not my area of expertise. I'll say that much. Uh, well, I mean, just off of personal experience, stress is a daily thing. In all seriousness, though, I don't necessarily have like, I don't have much to say about like personal coping methods, because for me, it would like change from either it'll change from time to time or I can't do those methods or like gets interrupted you know the whole thing of how like another add-on stress is external factors so besides you know whatever you have going on in your personal life uh there's there is a phrase that I know of which doesn't mean it's completely true but um life isn't complicated until others make it complicated I agree with that. Agree. That's, yeah, yeah. that's so true. That is very true. So, and that, like, you know, not to go against those who do try and help us through our situations or they're just trying to give what they, their perspective of 
assistance. It's not to down on go down on them, but like also, um, it's very sometimes it just becomes overwhelming in that sense, and it doesn't like doesn't give you your moment or things like that. I don't know if that's like that makes sense if or, or not. Yeah, and yeah, that's good. I think that's such an important point of distinguishing like what type of stress it is. Like, is it an external stress or is it internal stress? You know. And I'm definitely one of those people that make my own life complicated by overthinking and stuff like that. But I think what's most important is that what necessarily doesn't help you, it could help somebody else. So, like, I think three really important things to keep in mind is sort of how much food are you eating and how much are you exercising? How much are you sleeping? Like, even though it seems very basic, it can really do a lot in the long run. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, those aspects are actually there's um there's a term that I learned in um I think is it's it's an ethics class I think not ethics actually I'm trying to remember which class this was but there's a name for these types of level of stress and there's some that are catastrophic and some that are there's another term for it but forgetting those small details can add to stress like if you're not eating enough you're obviously going to feel tired and if you're tiredness you're going to feel a sense of like okay everyone's bugging me today i really don't feel like talking the to the origin of hangry yeah yeah, yeah. and Our, it does um, starts at the like very low level where you have the small things and they slowly start up to pile up to like the huge amount of it's good to a small amounts of um uh, big clouds that you later have a big impact on you and create like a big round of stress level on you and on and on your life as well as the things new that impact you in the in your general life like on a daily basis it just might start with like a missing a breakfast or forgetting something like a homework or something and that that can lead to like a negative grade and impact you negatively throughout the day so the ripple effect yeah, yeah. yeah it just kind of like it continues accumulating and i think it's really important when you make a mistake like oh you forgot to do your homework or you're really stressed out about a test that's coming up it's so important to be patient with yourself and just be kind because we can get lost in negative self-talk and be like oh no i'm like i'm so i'm so silly for not doing my homework but the best that you can do is just not be your own worst enemy like yeah, treat yourself like a friend you actually make a good point and i think something that i don't think most of us mentioned um is the fact of tests being a very very big stress giver yeah in anything whether it's school-wise or life-wise i mean taking a test is no easy feat but it is something that can definitely Especially for those who are not uh, test-abled or, like, testing yeah, yeah, is not yeah, the best yeah, way yeah, to definitely. measure their... Because a lot of people don't necessarily have the best testing, but they prefer, like, homework-wise because they can do it on their own at, on their, at their own time. Yeah, like, the, the, part, the, the point of testing isn't necessarily the best thing to measure somebody by because... Anybody can get anxious on a test. Anybody can stress out on yeah, a test, and yeah. they they fuddle their own scores. But come to find out, they're genius or they're like exceptional students, just to get messed with by a test. Yeah. And those tests count for so much. Like um oh like I don't know if you guys have those, but I, like I have um 
I currently have a class that everything is based off of four tests throughout the entire class. Not so it's like your main grade is that if you mess up those tests, you're done for. What are you supposed to do then? You know, and it's those kinds of things that actually do add to little tidbits of stress. I mean, I can't really speak. I'm not a top scholar, but I <laughs> I mean, I can't say I've had my fair share of semesters where I mean, there was one semester where I decided to take um, chemistry, physics and engineering all in one semester. That's a lot. Don't ask me how I coped with it, but I somehow <laughs> managed. <laughs> But you should have seen me every night being up at 12 a.m. trying to finish each project. And I realized, okay, I can't keep doing that. I can't do this to myself because by the time I'm done, I'm probably going to look like, I don't know. Like 50 years of, like 50 I'm years probably going to look like Ryan Reynolds. He yeah. makes 50 mm-hmm. look good. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the point is, is that you do to some advice I would share with first years and anyone in general is that you should try and pace yourself as much as possible throughout a semester, Thank regardless you. of yeah. how smart you are. It does not matter. The quicker you can learn to find your pace, the quicker you will be able to relieve yourself of those stress. Like if you're good with math, maybe you want to leave math for last and tackle the subject that will take more time or you can tackle math out of the way. And then leave the bigger subject. I am no good at math. Me neither. And I'm not bad. I'm like, I'm not even taking math this year. It's my first semester. I don't want to take math. I am actually grateful for the fact that um, I no longer have to take math. Thank God. For my degree. Yeah, so I just have to take two math classes. That's a good job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I think a lot of us have to still have one thing in common. We do not like math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So true. This should be the no math podcast. <laughs> I do not think the math department would like us very much. No, okay. no. They, they don't listen to podcasts. Crazy enough, though, actually, uh, something that was expressed by my father, actually, he was telling me that many people can be gifted in more than one area or they can be creative in different aspects, but nothing of the ordinary. And I would always say, I dislike math. I'm no good at it. And my dad would go ahead and point out the fact he's like, it may not necessarily be you're no good at math because you tested to be both halves, you know what I mean? So it could actually be the fact that you didn't have a good experience in these classes, which is also something else which comes with stress and anxiety is past uh, experiences, which then affect future ones as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think the, the culture in high school versus college is really different especially when it comes to classes because specifically professors in college they're taught to deal with adults and versus high school teachers where they're more dealt to be dealing with teenagers and their feelings and how they act in class instead of generally teaching them the material like yes it's possible but there's so many other factors that goes into a good classroom experience while in college everybody they just they're there because they want to learn they want to learn a subject if we're being honest um you know high school is kind of where you gotta grow you get the chance to grow but when it comes to college college is kind of more centered around what you want to do with the rest of your life so some of these professors feel it's not really their job to babysit per se which kind of adds to that talking about our topic here that stress because some of us some of them are still 
some of us are still feeling like, hmm, okay, this professor really doesn't give too much a crap about this class. I mean, why doesn't he, you know, do this or do that? They don't seem to have external interest. In, right. You know. I mean, you do have those professors that actually genuinely do care about you, yeah, which yeah. I love. And at the end of the day, I get it. You're paid to teach us college students, but you could save us the stress by actually, like, helping us in class sometimes. And there are professors that will sit down with you throughout the entire class and be like, okay, hey, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. So... I do understand where you're coming from, um, Jellyfish. I mean, it does. It it is also a big transition too when you're coming from high school, which seems sometimes so close and so caring at some point, depending on the high school you go to, and then you're coming into college where you're greeted by people of your age group, and then you're meeting these adults who generally just come for class. So, I do also think that kind of adds a little bit of stress because it's just like this coping of a college with your high school friends and then you're coming into a place where those big adults might seem scary. I don't know if it's just me. It didn't seem scary to me, but and the biggest difference that I found from high school to college is the difference of not having like as much support or as much relief from um teachers or professors because like in high school there was an experience that if you had an assignment late there was not really like a worry or any way of of being sure that uh, you can submit an assignment late at a lower grade. But through college, you had to experience. Yeah, through college is a lot more extreme with assignments. You're supposed yeah. to be on top of your stuff. In high school, it's like, Are you okay? I'm sorry, I didn't do my assignment. I'll just let it fly. You know, like you're panicking and the, you're doing your homework while the teacher's picking it up and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> like, it's not like that in college. Here, you did yeah. it. Or someone or else passed their assignment to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, so, and you owe them 20 bucks now. But <laughs> I mean, that's, that happens in college too. Hey, yeah, for wrong. sure. Oh my God, the amount of, uh, hey, who's willing to do my assignment? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my essay. Say, but like hand it over. <laughs> Anything to twenty dollars. I mean, I definitely think that, like, at some points, depending again, depending on the professor, it does it does seem like a significant jump from being told uh, behave as an adult to be treated like one. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then going to you're grown, right? Do your own Act thing. Act like an adult. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, like, it's sure. like you're not properly like taught how to be an adult. So now you're expected to act like it's one. very abrupt. Yeah. So it's like, oh oh no. Well, what do you do? So, yeah. It's especially scary for those freshmen that are literally seventeen years old. I mean <laughs> not, then, not yeah, even too, some of them are in here. They're seeming vibing. very mature and I, very, I see you guys. Yeah, like they're definitely doing a little bit better than I was when I got here. I mean I didn't know anybody but I didn't really change anything. I'd just be in and out for class and it was you know, very chill. I mean, you did I what saw, you needed to do. That was, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, the end of that. The first time yeah. I saw an adult in my class, it was just like, That's oh, <laughs> oh, okay, all right. I, yeah. I, sure. And who are you? Like you, worked for, <laughs> like, you worked as a cop for 30 years and now you're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I celebrated. Well, you've been going off of a high school degree for 15 past years. Oh, wow. And you are now going for your bachelor. I'm sorry, where was the jump? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, no, but that, I mean, 
that too also another thing i think should add when it comes to the whole college thing is that sometimes parents do add a little bit of stress yeah, yeah. oh yeah for sure when this, i mentioned those external factors and those <laughs> oh, who are yeah. trying to help you <laughs> yeah yeah they say that they're trying to help you but they put like more stress onto you because they want you to join multiple classes yeah. multiple clubs and they're like oh they, just do good in classes yeah. and they just want what's best gpa yeah 3.0 gpa yeah. get a 3.0 gpa and do, do your best no worries but you have to go join this club and this club <laughs> I mean, you know, definitely. And mind you, it's like, it's very hard to say no or the fact that, like, schooling was different for most of, like, our parents' generation oh, yeah. than it yeah, was yeah. for yeah. ours yeah. at the current moment. Mm-hmm. Technology, uh, had mo- um, yep. transportation, yep. Yeah, motivation, even, like, oh everything. my God, even the cost. And, like, even it's just there's so many distractors nowadays. Like, Back then, I'm sure they had like their own form of social media or something. But I feel like now it's so much. It's such a it's heavier impact. I think it's more. It's, I think it's a little more. Dif- technology makes a difference. Obviously, oh, yeah. distraction uh, with I, the younger generations. I but. will say that um, one thing I do admire. I mean, my parents' um, generation that they had discipline. Like they had yeah. a tremendous amount of discipline. Um, to get things certain things done that's so hard to find in our generation yeah and that's kind of like (laughs) which is kind of why you see some parents like stressing their kids out like do this do that which sometimes you get it but then there's some of us who are just like okay could you not stress me out as i'm already stressed out it's very hard to get right in the middle with that kind of thing Mm -hmm. because you either get overspoken to to then create a lax of discipline or you know you have your own version of discipline like you have discipline but it may not be to the extent of that of your previous generation of parents or or guardians or things like that you know so what they see as discipline or what they what they think is how it should be done is definitely viewed differently because you may not know but they may not know but like you have a whole schedule of your own Mm -hmm. and then if you try and say that it's kind of hard to get it across, like get that point across. Yeah, and it can be it can be so tricky to like try to find a balance between disciplining your kids and also making sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do. Like, oh, you can't do this, and you have to act this way, but also encourage them to do something that they like. So it's more like I feel like parents should also use those words of appreciation more often because i feel like a lot of kids they experience a lot of pressure and stress from their parents because they feel like they need to do certain things with their life and if they choose the wrong life path then that adds more stress to them or they don't feel supportive by or their what's parents. perceived to be the wrong life path. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so exactly. that's why it's so or a upsetting. certain path that was chosen already by their parents yeah so it's like oh no and <laughs> <laughs> i just Oh, what's so important is just that if you are being stressed out by your parents or by any other person in your life, just try to just know that this is your life and just do what makes you happy, but also makes you money. And I do want to say it. I mean, that's the nice thing about NBC is that they're not really, you know, they don't really force you to take a class that you don't want to do. I mean, it's kind of more like, hey, so what do you feel like doing today? You want to do some art? Sure. Let's put that in your Let's put some art But there. also make sure to maintain your requirements. Yeah, you don't <laughs> yeah. want to yeah. get thrown off by those things or yeah. you're going to get snagged in the end. Yeah, but that's good because there's so many options in every single requirement. So 
I mean, I don't want to take chemistry whatsoever. I don't even want to step into a laboratory. But <laughs> <laughs> at least I get to do like astronomy, you know. So that's still a science and I'll be able to meet my requirement. Which is why it's such a, again, so different from high school where it's not such a strict curriculum and you can just do what you got to do and actually enjoy it. Yeah. Which I do agree that actually that actually is another stress factor. Some students don't know what they want to do. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. actually 100%. probably. I think for me, I guess was probably like one of the biggest things that would probably. I shouldn't say it's stressing me out now. I think it's probably one of the things that is a stress that I'm trying to nitpick at slowly because you don't want to pick the wrong thing, but at the same time you don't want to pick something that you're not going to enjoy. Um, I think so for sure because I think it's mostly a pressure of time because I think as young people we always think like oh I'm running out of time like if I don't have a successful career by the time that I'm 30 then like I'm a failure like what am I doing with my life but I feel like that's such a false concept because you don't need to have everything figured out especially when you're like 18 or like 19 or 20 and if you do then that's fine (laughs) like but I like, I guess for a lot of people, they're so lost and confused. And that type of stress is so, so bad because it's not necessary in your life. It, there's nothing wrong with finding out what you like and what you want to do. I actually think that um, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy how like you go from, what do you want to be when you grow up? A cowboy, a cowgirl, a cow something. Uh, to uh, yes, yeah. I want to yeah. walk on the moon. Yeah. Exactly. To yeah. um, I want to become an astrophysicist. Mm-hmm. Can I do that? And it's like, how old are you? You're five. I'm sorry. What happened? You know, it's it's very hard to say stuff like around that. I remember I wasn't even out of middle school yet, and I said I was like, I want to be a marine biologist. Wow. Although my main reason was because I like water. h2o but um it's definitely it's very hard or like you know it's like oh i want to i want to make people laugh be a comedian be a comedian i dare you to say that in front of your parents right now yeah right now just tell your parents hey i'm gonna make people laugh as a joke you already succeeded are you joking you're disowned we're we're not laughing we're not laughing (laughs) we're not paying for that um yeah, so I think those are some pretty um, helpful tips on stress. Um, uh, we did do a poll to see what um, some of our freshmen have said. And um, the biggest one that we noticed that one was practice self-care. And you may wonder what might be some of the importance of practicing healthcare, and how can you um, understand what is the meaning of the practice self-care healthcare by itself so there's many ways that everyone can combat and practice self-care by their self so everyone has a different way to put it into their own lives so it's your own unique way so for example jellyfish how do you practice your self-care well i usually think that just keeping the body healthy and keeping it'll keep the mind healthy so like just doing like exercise and it doesn't have to be like go to the gym like just taking a walk for 30 minutes like you can walk from here to like the subway that's like right there get your cardio you know yeah like get your cardio and it's so good for the body just to feel 
the sun on your skin, just taking a walk, letting your mind run free, clear your mind. It's so like it's such a good process. What would you but what would you say to the people who are let's say more anti-social, more hermit-like? Well, definitely indulge in something that makes you happy. Like if it's something that's healthy, like if you like drawing or you like playing music or you like watching a specific show that really makes you happy, then do it, you know? That's like a little price for you. It's something that really benefits you and if it really improves your mental health and it improves your stress levels, then go for it cuz you don't have to wait for a special occasion to buy yourself like something that makes you happy. Just do what makes you happy. So what you're recommending jellyfish is to live laugh love. Yeah. Most definitely. I'm just joking. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I mean that's that's actually pretty nice um octopus. Uh I mean self-care. I mean sometimes and the the idea of self-care doesn't necessarily have to be exercise i mean it could oh, just be yeah, more sure. of you could even do self-meditation yeah or, yeah. Yeah. or like you said find something that makes you happy there's some people who are entertained by listening to music being alone being with friends and yeah. mm-hmm. we also need to agree that normalizing being alone is actually okay yeah. in moderation yeah, 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 sure. yeah. in moderation yeah. it's just one of those things where it's okay to be alone just um being alone too much yeah can definitely do something it can yeah, it, it can could. affect your health yeah. in many different ways in one and will not help your stress at all it will do the opposite it'll actually add on to it yeah and for those who don't have specific self-care methods or they don't know something that they'll always go to it's something like you doesn't doesn't matter like like the basis of what makes you happy but also what make what relaxes you what calms you down what doesn't give you anxiety when you do it and it's and it's it's very generalized it doesn't matter whether you're by yourself whether you're you're reading a book which is very rare nowadays but um (laughs) (laughs) read some more (laughs) um whether you're watching a movie or going through a series that um it it really just depends from here and there and just as long as it's like loose the essence of life allows you to find um the beautiful things that it make it may seem simple to certain people but if you like it and you find peace in it and helps relieve your stress then you should do it yeah. 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 Like for me, I like listening to raging EDM and playing video games. That's <laughs> that's my stress reliever. That's nice. your adrenaline rush. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Adrenaline rush is what helps relieve the stress. And then when I'm done, I'm like, okay, time to do schoolwork now. I guess. Yeah. And definitely something else is like, it's crazy the amount of stress that the younger generation feels. Like most definitely, the older generations definitely went through that. Uh, series of stresses and stuff like that apart from the new ones that we have of this generation but very clearly there's also something that I heard of which is generational trauma so you have to break that generational like curse kind of thing yeah that's it's not necessarily I wouldn't call it a curse we're not like being like that but definitely breaking that chain reaction of or that constant reoccurrence yeah, that cycle mm-hmm. yeah. Just breaking yeah it's as they say history tends to repeat itself right yeah, yeah. and it's it's kind of crazy the amount of stresses that we deal with because it's like personally i've actually realized me going through normal events 
gave me realizations that I thought I could never have. And it was just a normal thing. Hmm. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I was walking by this every day. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I stopped, you know, it yeah. just, it's, it was the weirdest thing. So you're stressed out all the time and you're in the car and then all of a sudden it stops, you know? Yeah. It's I the think there was, um, there was actually something that I saw you posted. Um, that, was that, uh, that actually resonated with me. Something that Tom, yeah. uh, I can't, I don't pronounce his last name, but uh, he said, you live, you live. You have two lives. Tom Hilson. Tom Hilson. And you know, it said that you have two lives. The and second one starts is when you realize. I can't remember exactly what it says. You only have one life. Yeah. Yeah. And that is kind of what most people also stress about, which is, I, I guess, it's strange to me because the way I grew up, you kind of grow up knowing you have one life. So it's more just like you live it to the best you can. Right. Yeah. And like, what would what would you mention? Like, what would you say about the the dealings of this sequence? Um, I would say that the dealing with the life as well as dealing with the stress is something that everyone can choose. I personally deal with stress through puzzles and drawings. And it's something, should be something that everyone um, decides on their own. And how someone can deal with it is individual, like, choices that anyone can make or decide on yeah, it. Yeah, right. It's such a like personal thing and it's different to everybody. Um, also, we on the poll that we did, there were multiple choices that other students chose to find support in the relatives as well as the friends that surround them in their group to support them uh, through their stress levels and their stressful situations throughout their lives. You agree that friends and family or the ones that care about you could help you combat stress, but sometimes they also can put a little bit more stress on into you. I will say that um, as someone whose family tends to stress them out time to time again, um, it is nice to have one or two friends, you know. They may not be able to bear the entire weight of your stress, but, you know, going out with them, or eating lunch with them it's one of the few it's the simple things that helps to relieve the stress because you're in that moment now you're trying to preserve whatever you know you're trying to not to go over the board you're trying not to or think about it in that particular moment so i do agree that seeking help with friends is nice but as you also said very accurately sometimes they do add to it and also if you do desire to just kind of vent to someone, it's always there's nothing wrong with that as long as as long as they you know they allow it. If they can lend you an ear and hear you out, but if you're not really comfortable with that type of situation, you can always write down what stresses you out and sort of reflect on it and find the reason why you're so stressed. Well, um, I think uh, that was a very nice podcast. What do you guys say for the first one? That was relaxing. That, that was really relaxing. Not stressful. <laughs> it's honest. Yeah. Not stressful. I agree. Um, well then. Slay. <laughs> you have to get one in, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, until next time with our second episode of I am Sea Lion. This is Seahorse. This is Blue Ring Octopus. And I'm Jellyfish. And we'll see you guys next time on We Have a Podcast. Bye. Bye, Sharks. Bye.